Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 Show. I am Rob Bro. I am the host. You are the co-host. You can text in 806-855-3712. Power Ranking Thursday. You can power rank whatever you want. Send them in to me and I will react to your power rankings. We'll power rank the Big 12 baseball world. It's uh, interesting. It's changed quite a bit again here in the Big 12 world. I think West Virginia all of a sudden up on top. I think, I think, I don't know for certain, but we'll we'll get there. Um, I, I don't know that you can argue anymore that West Virginia isn't on top. With J.J. Weatherholt back for sure. Uh, and if West Virginia wins the Big 12, J.J. Weatherholt, all of a sudden, Big 12 Player of the Year, I'm sure. If Texas Tech can finish strong, I think Gavin Cash has that ability as well. But right now, J.J. Weatherholt and the West Virginia Mountaineers up there. We'll have to see how those two teams finish Texas Tech and Kansas State this weekend. We'll talk about that one more tomorrow. But if you're just looking at uh, where the Big 12 sits today, and we will later in the show, West Virginia having a good season, kind of unexpectedly. We can also power rank whatever else you want to power rank. We were power ranking Texas Foods earlier. You can power rank, I don't know, state foods. You can power rank anything you want to talk about. If you want a power rank, this show topics, if you want a power rank uh, hosts on this radio station over the years, whatever you want to do. We got some weird ones last week uh, with the boys. We can do whatever you want today as well. We'll also talk about the NFL draft. I've got my power rankings for destinations for Tyree Wilson. We can also talk about who else might be drafted today or this weekend from the Texas Tech Red Raiders. We don't have to do it in power ranking style, but I have a few names here that I think should warrant a look. In no particular order, obviously Tyree Wilson would be number one, but in no particular order after that, I think Sir Roderick Thompson, 
certainly has a skill set to make an NFL roster. I think Sir Roderick Thompson, probably not a lead back immediately, but from what he showed at Texas Tech and his consistency, getting 600 yards pretty much every year, dependable. I think he can go be a successful NFL running back in the right system. You also have Creshawn Merriweather, who I thought got twice as good this year compared to his previous years at Texas Tech. I thought he improved tenfold outside of the running game. He was always a really good run defender, but I thought he got better at everything else in his final season at Texas Tech. A really good decision to come back. And I think Creshawn Merriweather, maybe not drafted, but certainly on a roster somewhere. And then a guy who I think absolutely could be drafted as a down safety or kind of a linebacker hybrid in the NFL off the ball at the line of scrimmage is Muddy Waters. So Sir Roderick Thompson, Creshawn Merriweather, Muddy Waters, I think all of those guys... Fifth, sixth, seventh round, if somebody wants to take a flyer. Or even as an undrafted free agent, you also have Trey Wolf. Probably as an undrafted free agent, but certainly has the opportunity to go kick in the NFL if he wants to. And Weston Wright. Now, I think Weston Wright's probably a longer shot. Uh, but you've seen a lot of offensive linemen from Texas Tech in the NFL over the years uh, to varying levels of success. Uh, that could be the best position over the last 20 years that Texas Tech has put out. You know, besides Patrick Mahomes in the quarterback position. Uh, you had uh, Dylan Gandy, Louis Vasquez, Lajon Waddle, all win Super Bowl championships. Uh, Jack Anderson was on the Eagles roster last year. LaRaven Clark was on the Eagles roster last year. I think Jack Anderson started some games for the Giants even last year as well. He's been around. Uh, drafted by the Bills. Then went to the Eagles, I guess. And then at some point went to the Giants last year, I guess is what it was. Regardless, I think uh, offensive line is a position, and then obviously Terrence Steele, starting right tackle for the Dallas Cowboys. I think uh, offensive line is a position from Texas Tech that has gone to the NFL and been successful. I could name more if I needed to. We can also talk more about Texas Tech basketball. Uh, I don't know that there's anything else really to talk about until something happens. Uh, I still don't 
do not see a staff being completed until, I don't know, the middle of May, maybe, at this rate. Uh, you might even just wait for the transfer portal to close. I don't know at this point. I, I know that uh, you're going to fill out a staff regardless. The hope, I guess, is that Ben McCollum is pulling a solid for Midwestern State and telling all those recruits that they can go there and play there, but he won't be there, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. At this point, I'm assuming it's not Ben McCollum just because it's it's been so long. You're probably going to go get an assistant off another staff. Barrett Peary uh, could be that guy. I just, I don't know. And with the recruiting as well, you kind of have a dead period to reset in the transfer portal before it re- reopens again. Um. So that might be a position where you can kind of focus on the staff instead of recruiting. I feel like you should be able to multitask, though, because you're going to have to recruit and coach uh, the rest of your career. But that is what it is. I, I just I would like a full staff. But I've moved my target on full staff from early May to late May. And I did say my worry level would creep up if it wasn't complete it is it is creeping up but again i don't know that worry is the correct word so much as apprehension i'm just a little i don't know why i said that like mario i'm just a little i'm a little apprehensive about uh, the the process and the nature of how it's going though you're two for two on visits and commits You have another freshman of the year on the hook, this time from the whack. We'll have to see. All right, let's go to the text line. Happy Tyree Wilson Day. Yeah, I'm very excited for Tyree Wilson. Very excited. Uh, Rob, how are you? It's Thursday. You know what that means? Only one more work day for the week. Boo. This guy wants to work seven days a week. He's an animal. Anyway, here's a a quick power ranking for this special power rank Thursday of sports media personalities in Lubbock. Uh, number five, David Collier. Number four, Pete Christie. Number three, Keith Patrick. Number two, Don Williams. Number one. This is just his power. I'm not power ranking these. He says, number one, Rob, bro. So I appreciate that. Collier will be very happy to have made the list. In my opinion, Don Williams is the GOAT. Probably would have Hyatt in my top five. I would not be in my own top five. I probably would, but not publicly. Uh, He closes the text. Love you, bud. Pollo Grande, formerly Grande Pollo. Uh, this texter, Tyree to Detroit at 7. So Roderick gets picked up late. Free agency, Merriweather, and Muddy Waters. Yeah, I I could see that going down. I think if one other guy gets drafted, if only one gets drafted, I think it probably would be Muddy Waters. But 
Sir Roderick would not be surprising at all to me if he does get drafted. Uh, Power ranking interviews you and Ryan have had the last couple of years. Gerlich, Collier, Big Kaz, and uh, Enzo Amore. So there you go. Enzo Amore. That was a fun interview. And that's something I never thought I would be able to do. Uh, This texture, please don't let Jerry take Tyree. I'll say this. If Tyree Wilson falls to 26, uh, you're damn skippy that uh, Jerry Jones should take Tyree Wilson at 26. If Jerry trades up to five to take Tyree Wilson, I will be irate. (laughs) Uh, I would love it personally, I guess, in the moment. That would be incredible. Uh, But that would not be a good use of draft capital. And I think you have more needs than edge. Though, as I've said, you know, getting an edge rusher in there, especially with this defensive line rotation, where you could allow Micah Parsons to be a linebacker and only rush on rush downs and have Tyree Wilson inside on third downs as like a Chris Jones type to where he could long arm the guards, those little short stubby armed guards inside. Uh, that would be very good for the Cowboys. I just, I don't think he'll last that long. Now, if he drops to like 20 and you want to trade up and get him, maybe. Uh, one name I've heard and like uh, would be Joey Porter Jr., the Penn State corner. I have seen the Notre Dame tight end a couple of times for the Dallas Cowboys. It's just, I, I don't know. I'll power rank my destinations for Tyree Wilson coming back. Uh, realistic des- destinations. We'll power rank those from uh, places I've seen him mocked and teams in the top 10, some realistic destinations, top 15 even. It's the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Rocho. Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. We'll go right back to the text line. If I can uh, unfreeze the computer here. Back to the text line, 806-855-3712, power ranking my favorite Texas meals. Number three, a brisket sandwich with enough barbecue sauce that it's labeled a sloppy joe. There's nothing wrong with a chopped brisket sandwich. We used to go to the rib crib in high school uh, for the dollar brisket sandwiches on Mondays. Very good time. Free pickles, 
order some family sides. Oh yeah, that's how you do it. They also had a uh, all you can eat ribs on Tuesday nights. Pretty sure we're part of the reason they're out of business. Is that place still open? <laughs> no, it's a capital. Say, like it's a capital pizza now. Yeah, rib crib. I'm sure they're open somewhere, but we certainly got our money's worth on those uh, all those t- daily deals they did in college. You just didn't get to go out a, a lot uh, as a poor college student. So when you found those deals, you really had to stick to them. Uh, number two from the text: Your Tex-Mex enchiladas and rice. Are you a? Do you like rice and beans? Are you a, a fan of rice and beans? I usually, if I'm at a restaurant like that, I usually go double rice. Double rice. I immediately mix the rice and beans into one, one dish. See, I, I very rarely like to mix my food oh, I'm like a that. Mixer. I get teased because my dad is even worse like that, where he will not let anything touch. Oh, I yeah. just prefer for it not to. Do you eat them all at the same time, or do you go in a circle? I will still, I'll still okay. eat all at once, but I just don't like it all mixed together into one thing, depending on what it is. I would eat every meal like in a bowl. Just stack it all up. I want everything to touch. It's all going to the same place. I have a buddy, though, who who will like... <laughs> yeah. I have a buddy who will eat, like... If he could eat on a, an elementary school tray, he would. When I was younger, I did I yeah. did more like that. Like, if I had, like, a bag of Skittles, yeah, I'd nothing eat, like, touches. all the red ones first, oh, and yeah. then, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he, if he... Like, Thanksgiving, he'll fill up his plate, nothing will touch, and then he'll eat... Every like every side individually first. He does like if he gets a burger and fries, he'll eat all the fries and then the burger. It's silly, but I get it. Yeah, I mean, I understand. It's it. his deal. I, like I, I don't, I don't care. Was like that. At yeah, one point. I'll just put the fries on the burger. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, number one, breakfast tacos in many variations. Uh, the texter also says, Rob, I've listened over the last few years and only listened to you and Ryan for my tech news. Thank f- thank you for making three-plus hours of my workday enjoyable with all the content you put out. I'll keep an eye out for future content. I appreciate that. Thank you. Great submissions for the uh, three favorite Texas meals as well. Uh, somebody else texts, uh, did I hear right that they are canceling the show? Um, uh, technically... Technically, we canceled the show. <laughs> we decided to move on. Um, and again, I don't want it misconstrued or or thinking there's any bad blood here with Talk 1340, Talk 103.9. I've loved this place. I've been here eight years. I've appreciated it, and I've grown very close to a lot of my coworkers. Connor, I've enjoyed working with you for a long time. Uh, you've been here for more than half. Six? Seven? Yeah. I wasn't too much before you. Six and a half, about. So almost seven. It's been a it's been a wild ride. A lot of people around here did not last as long as we have. Uh, some have been here much longer than we have up here. So uh, I I valued my time here, and I'm gonna try to make it uh, doing something else, and we'll see what happens. Maybe I'm back by football season. Who knows. Stranger things have gone on. I'll still be on these airwaves in various capacities, uh, calling high school football in the fall, calling high school softball tomorrow night. Uh, maybe some sports updates on KFYO or some QC Kinetics commercials. I don't know. We'll see what happens. 
Uh, but I have enjoyed my time here, and I don't I don't want it twisted that uh, they've canceled us or we've canceled them or or anything else. This is a a parting of ways, and and we hope that both the station and Hyatt and myself uh, prosper. I saw that Ribby Paltz had the Cowboys drafting the tight end from Notre Dame. I am not making a joke here. Who the hell is Ribby Paltz? <laughs> um, but I've also seen that the tight end from Notre Dame getting mocked to the Cowboys. The steam on him is that he will not be there at 26 now. Uh, that there are several teams, I think maybe even the Jets... Um, even though the Jets went and got a bunch of pass catchers this offseason, I have zero doubt that they will go get some big offensive player for Aaron Rodgers. They're going all in on Aaron Rodgers. They want to make Aaron Rodgers happy. Uh, I think they believe in Robert Sala's defense, and they're going to let Aaron Rodgers be the de facto GM on the offense and get him everything he wants. Uh, and if a tight end is a part of that, then I think the best tight end on the board is the tight end from Notre Dame. If he's at 26, you have a hole there, I guess, with the departure of Dalton Schultz to Houston. But I don't know. I, I just, the Cowboys are so odd in that they have a ton of holes but they don't have any like glaring big huge hole. Could you go left guard? Yeah, you could. Could you go center? Yeah. You could. Could you go left tackle again and put Tyler Smith at left tackle and prepare for Tyree uh Tyron Smith to retire? Yeah, you could. Could you draft defensive line, interior defensive line, corner, safety, linebacker? Yeah, you, you could do all of those things. Is the draft going to be tanked if you don't fill one of those positions in the first round? No, I don't think so. The one position that would bother me the most tonight, and not because... Of the name I'm about to say. I think he's going to be a solid pro. But if the Cowboys drafted B. John Robinson tonight in the first round, the running back from Texas, I would be a little bit upset. Otherwise, if it's that tight end from Notre Dame, if it's a corner, if it's a, a different defensive back, if it's a left guard, I, I'm just kind of rolling with the punches with the Cowboys right now because their roster is good enough to win games. But I, I think you're kind of in a position where you have too many small holes to be a Super Bowl contender. But you don't have any glaring holes that make you bad. So you're kind of in a weird position for the Cowboys. Uh, two more texts as we head to the break here. Uh, would you power rank teams you think Bijan goes to? Yes, we'll do that in the next segment. Oh, Ribby, okay. Uh, Ribby Pulse is a fake sports draft expert on the ticket. Okay, okay. 
<laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm not up to date on my ticket bits as I used to be. Guess I need to get back into the ticket. I've been listening to the freak. All right, it's the Rob Bro Show Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. Kim Commando, Sunday afternoons from noon to 2 on Talk 1430.9 News Money Sports. Uh, this texture, I may have missed something. Is the show ending? Yes. Uh, I I will be leaving the radio station. Uh, Hyatt has also has uh, decided to end the Raiderland. We'll be moving on. You can follow Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. Or at his website, theradolane.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Rob Bro Show, at Gambling Gauchos. Or in my new online venture, Staking the Plains, which has been around forever, but I'll be writing for them uh, moving forward. <clears throat> so there's that. I would have B. John Robinson question. Um, I think he will end up going in the middle of the first round. They asked me to power rank his destinations. He said earlier in the week he wants to play with Jalen Hurts. I think the Eagles are probably his best option. I don't know that they'll take him at 10. Um, they certainly could, though. The Eagles are one of those teams where they kind of have a luxury pick. They're at 10. Now, they have some holes to fill after some free agents leaving and guys retiring and whatever else, but you certainly could see Bijan Robinson as an Eagle. Uh, I've seen him mocked to the Falcons at eight. I think that would be a good pick for the Falcons. If he does fall, I think the, I think the Cowboys would be a good destination for him. It's not something I particularly want in the first round. Uh, and then, like, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills. Like, you're just thinking of teams that have luxury picks that are good enough to be in the Super Bowl and just need another offensive stud. Those are all teams that would round out my top five. I don't know that I would draft a running back if I was those teams, but I would probably go Eagles, then Falcons, just because I've seen them mocked to get Bijan. I don't think the the Jets is a bad decision. And if you're saying, well, these, some of these teams already have running backs. The, the Chiefs have Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Absolutely. The Cowboys have Tony Pollard, but coming off an injury and stranger things have happened. You need two or three running backs, and especially if you're a team that has a complete roster and, again, have a luxury pick and you feel like you're smart enough to not need to sign him to another deal and you just want his first four years, first five years with a team option, you might as well take him in the first round. Uh, and I don't think Clyde Edwards-Elair will be back with the Chiefs on any kind of deal. 
long-term. They might even trade him off for his final year of his contract. So we'll see. But I'd probably say uh, realistic destinations, I would go Falcons-Chiefs. Chiefs probably first. All right, let's uh, get back into Tyree Wilson. Let's power rank uh, some destinations where he has been mock draft. I'll go through some of his mock draft locations, and then we'll try to power rank them. Uh, I'm just going to read off. This is a random list of mock drafts and places he's been drafted to. Uh, Falcons, Texans. Eagles, Cardinals, Seahawks, Bears, Raiders. That's where I've seen him mocked. Falcons, Texans, Eagles, Seahawks, Bears, Raiders, Cardinals. Those are teams I've seen him mocked. Of those options... And this is going to be hard for me. We just talked about the Eagles as a team that could spend a luxury pick early. If Tyree Wilson is there at 10, they will draft Tyree Wilson. And I would be very happy for Tyree Wilson. And I would hope he gets 30 sacks as a rookie and gets mauled by Tyree uh, Terrence Steele uh, two weeks a year. Go do everything you want in the personal and then get absolutely hammered in the playoffs and then against the Cowboys. But that would be a great place for Tyree Wilson, especially early in the draft, because I do like some of these early teams. Uh, The Lions is another place I've seen him mocked. I like the Texans and Tyree Wilson. I do. I think that's a good fit. And I think D'Amico Ryans can absolutely put Tyree Wilson in a position to succeed. I like that. You go back to Patrick Mahomes in the in the draft, I was terrified of him going to teams like the Bears or back then the Lions or even the Eagles or some of these other teams that had high picks that year or around there. You just you felt terrified the Cardinals in that draft as well the Texans in that draft you you just didn't trust any of those franchises. But then you look at a team like the Chiefs that had Alex Smith, and you look at Andy Reid who had so much success with Donovan McNabb, a guy I tried to compare Patrick Mahomes to coming out if he got in that system and he's been even better. But you just start thinking of fits. Now, success is one thing. I think the Eagles are going to be good in the next five, six, seven, ten years. Hopefully not ten, but I think they're in a good spot. I think that'd be a great place to start a career. And I'm unbiased, obviously. But I think the Texans would be the number two spot for me because of D'Amico Ryan's. Because I think he's learned enough as a defensive coordinator and you saw what he did with the 49ers and John Lynch's mentality of building a defense front back 
I think that would be really good for Tyree Wilson. Number three would be the Lions. I think if you could pair him on the front with Aiden Hutchinson on opposite ends of a defensive line, and I think in the NFL you're going to be able to move Tyree Wilson inside on pass rushing downs. I think he's a big enough guy to make a difference on the inside and the outside. Three down defensive lineman for sure. I think that would be great for the Lions. I think Seahawks would be next. Pair him with Jordan Brooks. How incredible would it be to have two of the youngest or two young players in the NFL, some of the best of their positions, be two Red Raiders on the same defense? That would be awesome. Of other situations, I guess the Bears would be next. The Raiders, I guess. The Cardinals and Falcons are two teams that I want Tyree Wilson to have no no part of. Zero part of. I don't think that uh, those are going to be good at all. Uh, this texture, you're going to create your own radio station like Mike Reiner did or create everything on your own so you can profit entirely from your content. Yeah, so he, so Reiner uh, flipped, what was it, the Eagle? 97 won the Eagle, he flipped it to a sports station. And uh, I guess you could probably just call it a man talk station, even though it's not only dudes that are hosts. Uh, but they were really innovative in uh, the sports radio world of not just talking sports. They talk culture, music, sports, certainly. Uh, and that was going back all the way to the ticket. Uh, and then you have the freak, the current iteration of Mike Reiner's, the old gray wolf and his radio business um but yeah i think if you really want to find me and follow me initially i think the gambling gauchos is a good start uh, our podcast feed uh with the republic of F football and dave campbell's magazine i think uh, that's a good place to start at least initially and then you'll see me popping up other places we'll see The world is our oyster, Connor. That's what I always say. Uh, this texter uh, confirms it was, yeah, yeah, the Eagle to 97 won the freak. And then he sends a picture of uh, Mike Reiner. Oh, his brother was with him. That's cool. Yeah, Reiner, I mean, he's a legend. Uh, and if I was, you know, a 30, 40 year veteran in the sports radio business and. I had all the money to go and slap down in the name recognition in a market like that to slap down and say, hey, I'm going to flip this station and I have six to ten friends that I'm going to come in with that have not been in uh, sports radio recently and we're going to flip a market and battle the big boys. I, I think that'd be fun, but that's uh, not in the cards currently. No. <laughs> Maybe in 30 years. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, he also says I would hire you for my station. Well, thank you. If you start a station, call me. 
We can continue the text line as we finish the final power ranking Thursday on Talk 103.9. We'll hit the Big 12 standings when we come back and power rank them. It's not always just what the standing says. We'll look around. We look at schedules on the finish as well. It's Rob Rocher, Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Rocher, Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Final segment here on the show. We're going to talk a little Big 12 baseball. Texas Tech uh, going on to play Kansas State this weekend. Uh, the Big 12 schedule, as it is every week, uh, with more and more intrigue. All of a sudden, Texas has a ton of intrigue, especially uh, after their debacle last weekend against the Oklahoma Sooners. And I legitimately mean debacle. Getting swept by Oklahoma is not good easily. Easily uh, the worst loss of the weekend. Uh, Big 12 record, 8 and 7 now, 8 and 7 for Texas, 8 and 7 for Texas Tech. A game ahead is Kansas State at 9 and 6. A two game victory for either Kansas State or Texas Tech is huge this weekend. Oklahoma State at 11 and 7. West Virginia, 8 and 4. For now. For now, West Virginia, number one. Texas Tech, number two. Oklahoma State, number three. Kansas State, number four. Texas, fifth. And those that's a very, very thin margin from one to five there, in my opinion. Then TCU... Then Oklahoma, then Kansas and Baylor. And I think TCU and Oklahoma are much closer to the top five than the bottom two. Kansas and Baylor are the two worst teams in the Big 12 this season. Baylor, they're a series ahead of Kansas. And Kansas certainly has the opportunity to be swept again going on the road, but I Right now, if I'm picking a team to not be in Arlington at the Big 12 Conference Championship, it would be Baylor. And I, 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 they stole one from Texas Tech. They really did. Absolutely stole one. Uh, Texas Tech currently a game and a half back of West Virginia. Hey, by the way, they play West Virginia. They play Kansas State, and they beat Oklahoma State in a two-game, three-game series, two games to one. Got swept by Texas, who they're tied with. 
beat TCU in a series, beat Oklahoma in a series, beat Baylor in a series. You've not played Kansas yet. We've talked about Texas Tech kind of holding their own destiny a time or two in the last couple of seasons when it comes to baseball. And last week I said, it's not really true this year. Because of the RPI, because of where you are, but with everyone but Oklahoma State, you kind of do hold your own destiny moving forward. If you sweep Kansas State this weekend, you've changed the trajectory of the season. If you sweep West Virginia, you've changed the trajectory of the season. If you sweep both, you are the leader in the clubhouse in the Big 12 Conference. Will you host? Probably not. Will you be a two-seed in a favorable regional? Much much better than losing one of those series. If you lose one of those series, especially to Kansas State this weekend, bubble watch. Legit bubble watch. Win two of three from Kansas State. Lose a series to West Virginia. Probably fine. But you really can't lose this weekend. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. The Raiderland tomorrow at 11 a.m. The Rob Rose Show to final the to follow the final two shows of my first stint. <laughs> we'll talk 103.9. I say that because uh, generally radio guys have multiple stints on multiple stations, so... I just don't want to close the door, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm never coming back. We'll just have to follow along and uh, see what happens. All right. That was the final Power Ranking Thursday. I would rank this one near the top of all Power Ranking shows. Uh, The Nick Cage one would be number one if you know you know. Playoff softball tonight. The Monterey Lady Plainsmen will take on Tascosa at 5 o'clock right here. David Thetford on the call tomorrow, game two, with myself on the call six o'clock tomorrow night between the Lady Plainsmen and the Tascosa Lady Rebels. Is that what you call them? Are they just Rebels? I don't know. Softball action, though, later on. I've been Rob Burrow. I'll be Rob Burrow. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.